if this isn't reality, then what is? Like, what else is there? Why is there this intimation that there's something beyond this that we're not getting and then we're looking for something beyond that we can't find and all we ever find is this. So we come right back to where we were and go, well, there's this, this is what there is. Then we can look at the way it is and say, well, it is changing, it is dynamic. There's a changing nature to form. I take reality as totality because I can't find anything else but this. So I don't assume that this isn't reality. I say, well, this is reality. This is what else can I find? Like, I don't know about origins or genesis. I have no way. I don't know how I would know that. But there is this, and there is this in its irrefutability, there's this in its dynamic, and there's this insofar as that, if you look, we don't have any existence independent or apart or separate from the functioning of reality. You're looking for reality, but this is reality in the sense you are intrinsically, because how else could any of us have any existence apart from this functioning? You can't avoid reality. The fact of occurrence can't be refused, it can't be avoided. You can say it's a very basic, very simple acknowledgement, and it can get overlooked when we're looking to gain something on going on a path and thinking that somebody knows something that I don't know and that they've got access to some kind of secret knowledge of the universe or whatever it might be. And a lot of these guys are trying to deflect back, the good ones <laughs> are trying to deflect back on that and kind of go, look, this is, this is what is being pointed to. Maybe it's not being appreciated or acknowledged, but it's the fact of existence. You're listening to the Non-Duality Podcast. This is Nick Hyam from nisagayoga.com. Here with me as usual is Paul Dobson, and our guest is Cormac Doherty. A lot of spirituality seems to be about practices, kind of seeing them as the thing itself, like the practice, as opposed to, no, this is just another way of exploring this. This is a tool, like a microscope or a telescope or whatever else, like some kind of equipment to explore reality with. This is a trick, a launch pad into another way of exploring it not an end in itself and the the end of meditation is to realize that everything is meditation there's only meditation yeah no but it's no longer a chasing of some kind that's how i'd interpret it it sounds like he's saying like you know goal orientation or striving to get somewhere or to get some kind of state if you like enlightenment or whatever who knows but but the idea that somehow the spiritual inquiry is going to get somewhere and you're going to get something and become something else and you know incredible absolute knowledge or perfect state where you never have any problems he's kind of i, I guess i mean that, that's a theme that comes up in a lot of systems that you know they talk about this but just that idea that um they're kind of saying look what we're looking at is what is so experiencing is or if you like existence is or whatever kind of language you want to use but but there's the facticity, the, the irrefutable fact of this right here, right now, this, that isn't dependent on hmm. some kind of technique, isn't dependent, like, I mean, no meditation is going to get you closer to this than what's already the case right here, right now. So in a sense, it's just trying to dispel certain fantasies or certain kind of goal-oriented mindsets that we perhaps are functional or useful within our day-to-day. -day. So for example... You know, if you're studying for a test or you're, you're doing your driving license, you know, you're going to study and practice and you expect to get something at the other end of it. Like I expect to get past the test and get the license or I expect to study mm. for the exam and get the degree or I expect to put the ingredients together and get something I can eat at the other end of it. So we have this kind of goal oriented mindset that maybe is functional and, and, you know, for certain actions in the world. But when we're talking about these kinds of inquiries, you're talking about being, you're talking about what is. So, like doing, do, having a goal in mind to get where, 
you know, where, where are you going to get to? That's not already this, that's already here. So, so, so in a sense that, that they're trying to say, look, you know, like that, that kind of mindset doesn't apply to this. And that's what we're trying to, that's what's being dismantled to a certain degree. But also the techniques themselves are useful insofar mm. as that they're just trying to point to, uh, if you want to sort of a, a re- you know, people talk about abiding or resting, different language, but resting in experiencing as it is without a demand for it to be a certain way. So as we meditate, if, if, if we're drawn to that and to explore it, we're kind of being with the absolute irrefutable immediacy of experiencing exactly as it is with whatever is showing up. So if there's discomfort or anxiety or stress or joy or whatever kind of tonalities are there, just noticing that, noticing here's sensations, here's textures, here's light, here's all this stuff. And maybe just noticing that all of that stuff is just flowing spontaneously is a word that comes up a lot spontaneously so it's just happening for example i'm not making Mm -hmm. the the rods and cones of my eyeball (laughs) yeah like i'm not doing that or i'm not making hair grow or i'm not doing this i'm not doing that seeing that this is spontaneous natural functioning of nature life reality and just noticing that it's just an acknowledgement of that it's nothing more than that just noticing that yeah absolutely in meditation that's what i came to realize after a while after trying you know quote unquote to meditate um after a while you get into a state where you realize you're not meditating you're being meditated what it's like it's just happening completely by itself you're not making any of it happen the kind of the idea of it's just an idea that you're making it happen that kind of eventually sort of subsides whatever that little functioning in the in the brain or the mind or whatever is it kind of sort of takes a back seat and you realize that it's all happening by itself and that's kind of like you know not to make a conclusion out of that and say oh there's no self there's no doer or anything like that but just to see that that's that's another way of being with this that's another yeah exploration of this it shows that oh actually things aren't as solid and simple as i thought they were it's actually very subtle and very you know almost well you just can't you can't conclude it in any way just very subtle and very i don't know the word for it <laughs> there's a word there somewhere well it's so subtle there is no word <laughs> yeah that's it that's the one <laughs> you know it is an exploration isn't it and it's absolutely fine to use a tool but put it down once you've used it, mm. you know, experiencing seems to be tuned in to this spectrum of experiences, all the various qualities that we experience in life. You know, the spectrum is seamless. It's like, for whatever reason, there's this kind of urge to pursue a certain part of that spectrum or to actually go beyond the spectrum, you know, to find something better, basically better than this here and now there's only reality it's all in one place it's all now but some of us seem to need to go through all this stuff to then eventually realize no it's all the higher truth it's all one truth there's no higher or lower truth it's all reality just kind of like whatever is making these absolutely ecstatic blissful states that you might have in um, deep samadhis is the same functioning the same engine whatever's driving this that is in your deepest misery and despair like it's nothing different it's all made of the same whatever that is it's all that same fact of experiencing 
whatever that is 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 present throughout and there's nothing actually other than an idea or an interpretation that says it's any different there's no lines there's actually no what dividing walls uh between those states you know it's it's really it's a really weird situation actually like yeah we've got this groundedness or ground of experiencing you could say that that is the the base or the basis in the sense that you know there's no outside of it you, you don't you can't get outside of it, of the fact of experiencing so so you have that and then what you have is you could say the kind of fluidity or the dynamic of that so in other words what we talk about is flow or change i don't mean flow state i mean the actual spontaneous happening of reality as as a shifting morphing changing the, the, the other aspect of the goal orientation, the other side of that is looking for fixity. So in other words, we're looking for some fixed state of peace, some fixed state of love, some fixed state of whatever. But as you say, you know, th- these are these are ephemeral states. They arise and then they pass. You know, it's like going on a, on a whether we take a psychedelic trip or some intense meditative experience. It's real in its appearance. Like so when it's when it's there, it's real in appearance, but then it passes and you can't you can't hold on to these states. And part of the when it comes to suffering, certainly in Buddhism or something like that, that's kind of what the one of the angles the Buddha takes where he's kind of going, Well, look, has anybody ever had a state of happiness where it just never changed? And people are like, Well, no, not really. And he goes, Has anyone ever had a state of of total health where you've never had any ailments and ever not really? So he goes, Well, you know, like if we keep looking in the world for something stable. Are we not kind of are we kind of ignoring the fact that the things don't have that kind of stability, and so it's not that we 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 don't seek out these things from time to time. We're going to seek out different things for different reasons, and we don't need to get wrapped up in that. But like, but just just acknowledging that things change, body changes, feelings change, emotions change, circumstances change, relationships change, culture changes, the planet's changing. I mean, you know, I mean, and and just things that are even imperceptible. I think the moon is moving away from the earth like one point five inches a year. Some people make measurements like that. You know, so whatever we kind of look at, whether it's what we regard as internal as feelings and emotions or external, if we think of the world, there's just this flux and change and motion. But experiencing is sort of the ground in the sense that there is always the experiencing of that. So you've got this kind of, I mean, you've got this interplay or you've got this this thing of of. The, the, the isness, the beingness of what we regard as unchanging beingness or something like this, the, 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 the flux, the motion, the change, the dynamic, you know. But when we go looking for what's, what's the core, what's the essence, what's the, what is it like, you don't get hold of anything. So if you, you know, if you think about it scientifically, like people go, well, can we find the ultimate particle or can we get to the bottom of whatever it is? But we don't. It just, like fractally, it just opens up into more and more stuff. You never get to the bottom of it. If we look internally, we, we have absolutely an irrefutable sense of of let's call it absolute subjectivity for convenience but like there's a sense of the sight or locus of experiencing i'm experiencing i am or whatever but you can't objectify that you can't turn that into an object because if i could turn that into an object what would be knowing that right so like so so we're that's it's grounded in that sense right subjectivity is grounded but then you have the folks like the Buddha and these guys who say, nah, like there, there isn't an essence. Emptiness means like it's empty of intrinsic essence. But, but what there is, is this dynamic appearance that is doing itself, we'll say. But you never get to the, the core of it. So it's almost like this sort of changing, morphing whatever, but like you can't, 
you can't say what it is. And that's part of the ambiguity of it, like where it's like, well, is it a substance or is it the lack of a substance? Yeah. We only know this, don't we? We have nothing to compare it to. It's like this sensory kind of input of something, of this flowing of something, of energy. or The think the problem I have is that I only can compare it to words I already know. I can't compare it to a non-experiencing. Like, because we can say, like, here's experiencing right here, right now, this, irrefutable. I mean, I think when, when we look at it and we kind of park the systems and we go, look, like, here, like, here's this. Like, I mean, do you know anything but this? Like, have you ever found anything but this? Can you find anything but this? And you realize you can't. And you, don't, you can't even imagine what it would mean you can't even imagine something outside of space and time or outside of events. Like, what does that mean? Like, No, exactly. And there seems to be a spectrum, like there is with everything in all of this appearance, like a spectrum of light, spectrum of sound. There seems to be a spectrum of experiencing. Like, there seems to be a spectrum of subtlety and grossness. So if I take 5-MeO or, or uh, psychedelics or do it, get into a managed to sort of drop into a very deep meditative state, it would be very subtle. But it's not like there's not it's not nothing. It's not it never mm. stops. It's never a vacuum, you know. It's not nothing. It's it's very subtle and, and it's tempting to go, that's the truth, and everything's kind of built on top of this screen of of this almost stillness. And it's tempting to say that, and I'm sure people have said that in and we sure that's probably where some of these philosophies have gone. They've it, they've had these extremely still states where nothing is happening, nothing matters, everything is kind of blissful and and the human uh, story is all gone and it's you know and it's saying that oh that's the real stuff and this is the illusion but it that, that that's where that probably comes from there's a feeling there's a certain definite feeling that somehow that's a home or that's that's somehow in some way if i was to get into this some way more true but i just don't know it's like yes but that then whatever that is is whatever this is so mm. we're all familiar with the metaphor of the ocean of life or reality and the waves of impermanence the waves of duality creations of that substance yes it's it's a sort of it's a nice way to think about this but it's still not still not it even if you found that unifying basic substance or essence of of life that creates all things or out of which all things are created i mean how would you quantify that there would be no way to describe it because it's all there is in a way and it would be impossible to talk about it as an essence, as a material. You know, in Hindu philosophy, they talk about the three gunas, attributes or qualities of the manifest. Maya's palette. So the gunas being rajas, motivity, activity, tamas, ignorance, darkness, dullness, and sattva being clarity, wholeness, purity, harmony, etc. If that was a spectrum, if those gunas are a spectrum, on one level it seems the closer we get towards sattva, the kind of closer we get to those qualities that we desire, that feel like home. So on one level, you can talk about it in that sense. It seems there are conditions that facilitate clear seeing, recognition, expansion, which is why a lot of spiritual systems focus on cultivating more sattva but again that quality of harmony clarity openness it's not the end in itself it's not that sattva is more reality than tamas or rajas it's that these three are flavors of reality which on a relative level 
either contract or expand the focusing of experiencing or awareness. But here's the paradox. Experiencing or awareness can't really be limited. And why does it seem as if it can? Well, that's I don't know. Why is it that we seem to experience life as a focal point, detached from life? Perhaps there is no why. And this is where we can get into questions of illusion. Yes. If you go right to the absolute core teaching, so to speak, of, of those traditions, they do seem to bring nirvana and samsara are one, you know. Experiencing is real in appearance. Like, you can't refute it. So we're, if you want to call it being, I mean, here's being. You can't say there's, you know, there's not being. There's, there's what is. I mean, whatever label you want to put on it, but there is what is. The question people have, and I think people have always had to a certain extent, is, well, what is the status of it? Like, like what, how, real, how real is real or what is real or is it, you know what I mean? And so because, because I, and this is my sense of it, but because there's no outside of experiencing, we end up, or we can end up with these kinds of ideas of, well, maybe we're brains and vats, or maybe it's a matrix, or maybe it's a dream, or maybe it's this, or maybe it's that. But we can't verify those claims. And that's part of why we have this kind of, like even someone like Kant was saying, like, there's a thing in itself, but we can't know the thing in itself. But then people come along and go, well, how do you know there is a thing in itself then? <laughs> you can't know the thing in itself. So, you know, different arguments can be made. I think, again, we can, like, part of what I'm, I'm, I'm exploring is just kind of um, this idea of undecidability. And that's where we get into ataraxia because we go, well, I don't know. And if I don't know, I'm not really troubled by things that, like, if I can't resolve it and you can't resolve it, and who's going to resolve it? Like, Yet, at the same time, we are it and know it directly in kind of a different way. Like, it's diff difficult to say how that is because um, I can't really put it into words. I don't want to take psychedelic experiences as some type of truth. It's not what I'm trying to advocate here. But there is states I've had in psych psychedelic peak level psychedelic experiences where none of this questioning kind of matters it's all kind of disappeared and it's like it's all very very obvious but with in a way that i can't possibly intellectualize or comprehend in any in any way in let's say this mode that i'm in right now i just can't even it almost like it almost fades away like a dream when i'm back like um you know to to sober levels it's it's a very so there is that sort of aspect of it it's like oh right i am this and it's all obvious and what what is but what it is i can't say it's like so even if we say let's like you were saying like are we brains in vats are like people would say are, are we in the matrix or something like that it's like that used to be kind of a fear that maybe um that is what i am i'll start thinking about it but now it's kind of like well if i am that first of all i can't do anything about it and secondly um, whatever that is, what what is the truth of that? What's behind that? What's behind that? And what is that plugged into? Or I, whatever that's plugged into is actually what I ultimately am. Um, not a brain in a vat. I'm plugged into whatever's the brain in a vat's plugged into. Uh, you know, so like. And, and so and so in doing that, you see, we get rid of the problem mm. of, of you know. Well, if it you know if it is an illusion, it's a real illusion. And, and exactly as you say, you can't do anything about it. So what's the problem? You know, it's like people come along with illusionism and say, well, you know, it's all just the brain and the brain's generating it as an hallucination. Oh, so what? Like, like, what else is there? Like, 
So, I mean, if it is, what, what, the way that it ultimately is, who, who's going to have an objective viewpoint of reality to, to confirm that to any of us? That's it. And so at that point, we're going, right, fine, we level the playing field. There's what there is. And you and me verify what you can verify without kind of get mm. entertaining, well, maybe this is all and I need to get somewhere else because this isn't good enough. Yeah. Is that a form of escapism? Are we then just kind of going like, well, you know, whatever, the world's just a dream, it doesn't matter, blah, 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 blah. Because I know that actually there's a super cosmic reality. <laughs> it can only be mental escapism, can't it? Yeah. yeah. A mental fantasy, like here yeah. and now. Yeah. Without having to get into, well, it's all a dream. It's all just a dream. Like, you know, and we're dream objects in the mind of Brahman or something like that. Okay, but why? Why, why, why is Brahman dreaming this then? Well, there's no answer to that because it gets, it, gets, yeah. it gets the light out of it. Well, how do you know that? You know, so I mean, like, you know, like th th there's, th th that, it's, very, it's very seductive to get an answer that feels like, oh, I figured it out. Brahman's dreaming us, we're dream objects, you know. But, but at the same time, there's something kind of like, well, what's the implication of that? Am I going to go around and say, deny, you know, what, what's going on? Well, mm. it's just, there's not suffering. The suffering is just a dream. There's the sense that what is here right now is unreality. It doesn't feel right. It's not okay. I want to find reality because reality is home to transcend what is here, to get to something pure, something vast and absolute. That desire and that search takes the form of, I want to find peace. I want to find love. I want to find whatever it is. So then it becomes an object. Mm. If there wasn't in reality, it's that. It's those fantasies of what isn't here yet. A movement away is the denial of what is here. If you want to find reality, then look to what is actual because what is actual is factual it has the taste you could say of reality what is actual is real exactly like if, if this if this isn't reality then what is <laughs> <laughs> like what else is there yeah you know, we can have ideas and speculations about metaphysical this and whatever and i'm not saying that's to, to, to neither explore or not explore, but just we just consider what, what we're being told or what we're being what we're listening to or, or whatever. And we well what's wrong with this? Or, or like why is this not reality? Why is why is there this intimation that there's something beyond this that we're not getting and then we're we're looking for something beyond that we can't find and all we ever find is this. So we come right back to where we were and go, well there's this. This is what there is. Now then we can we can look at the way it is and say, well it is changing it is dynamic i mean yeah, yeah there's i mean whatever way we want to define time some people say there's no time some people say times like this and it goes backwards and forwards and whatever but whatever but the point is is that there is this and there, and we we acknowledge there's a changing nature to to the form to body let's take reality as totality i take reality as totality because i can't find anything else but this so i don't assume that this isn't reality i say well this is reality this is what else can i find like the question is like like i don't know about origins or genesis i have no way i don't know how i would know that but there is this and there is this in its irrefutability there's this in its dynamic and there's this insofar as that if you mm. look we don't have any existence independent or apart or separate from the functioning of reality of existence right like you're looking for reality but this is reality in the sense you are intrinsically because how else could any of us have any existence apart from this functioning yeah and that's not a philosophy it's just the noticing of what is here and now and the invitation is always to inquire for yourself not to take our word for it or anyone else's word for it here whatever this is 
this is where it seems we get to play and explore and test out and and to feel and go through all the motions and go through all the the whole spectrum of experience from light to dark from dense to soft uh, fragmentation to wholeness manifestation to the unmanifest contraction to expansion delve in you can't not delve in because you're already fully in it because ultimately you are it you can't separate the experiences along that spectrum from the experiencing itself there is something about like making peace as it were with that spectrum of experience because the package deal is that you get the rough with the smooth you get the light with the dark you get the pain with the bliss it's not about kind of pursuing one side of those polarities because that misses the point each side of the polarity needs the other side to actually be what it is and that's that's the yin yang nature of existence and so it's like make peace of that you know that is ataraxia the recognition that the depth of the ocean is seamlessly at one with its superficial waves and so it's not really a making piece it's the noticing of what already is of what you already are yeah it's, it's sort of being open to the way experiencing is and as you say there's, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs and there's and it's dynamic it's always changing and it's fluid and you can notice that fluidity and, and notice that 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 movement if you like um uh, and so the, the demands and the the fixations and, and wanting to concretize it and say it has to be like this and you know i have to have my life like this and it, there's an ungraspability there and an unpredictability to it like we you know, of course we try to make models and plans and, and all these kinds of things but you know mm. you, eventually you see that these kinds of things don't always work out or you know you used to think this but now you think that or whatever and just that openness i mean we're all just no one's got it more right than anyone else. It's just like different frames of looking at it. Like, yes, there's that transcendental extreme meditative mode of just spending life, lifetime after lifetime in the same country meditating. You know, like, I'm not saying the same person, but out of people, just a lineage of people spend their whole lives meditating. And that is one way of looking at this. And then there's, there's just infinite ways of looking at this, though. Um, I, this is why it's always I always come back to I don't know we talk about this and we go look it's this it's this uh, it's reality and it's what's happening now but you can take that on as an idea and it, you won't, it won't do anything for you whatsoever it'll just be another idea until you've like literally exhausted all your options maybe or however you come to this and experience that as, a, as an absolute unshakable truth like you know not a conclusion but just okay there's you know this is never departs from itself then then you won't you'll take it on as an idea and you'll make you might repeat it to others and that's it it will kind of it'll be shallow it won't be it won't have a substance to it but you've kind of got to exhaust these options like of explorations almost haven't you you might have to you might not have to it depends on everyone's different that's the thing you can't say there's one path because everyone's slightly different. You might just get it like Ramana Maharshi or someone just suddenly one day got it. He didn't do any practice or anything before that, as far as I'm aware. He just kind of just... And that happens to people and there's no explaining it. You can't say, I'm going to teach how he got it. It's just... Mm. They also say there's nothing to get. You know, it, it's like, yes, they, they, they got it, so to speak, but they were the first ones to say, yeah, and there's nothing to get you are it this is it that's the real that's like that's the real teaching yeah like existence is experiencing is fact like you, you know you, you can't avoid it you can't avoid reality no you can't refuse it like you know like i mean the fact of occurrence can't be refused it can't be avoided mm. 
So like that, it's a very you can say it's a very basic, very simple acknowledgement, but but maybe it gets overlooked. And it, it can get overlooked when we're looking to gain something on going on a path and thinking that somebody knows something that I don't know and that they've got access to some kind of secret knowledge of the universe or whatever it might be. And a lot of these guys are trying to deflect back, the good ones, mm. <laughs> we'll say, are trying to deflect mm. back on that and kind of go, look, mm. it's it, this is, this is what is being pointed to. Maybe it's not being appreciated or acknowledged, but it's the fact of existence. <clears throat> and, you know, in what way could you exist independently, separate or apart from that? And maybe you really, I, I don't know how I could exist separately, independent or apart of that, autonomously or something or whatever. It's like you set off, like as you were saying earlier, Nick, I think, you know, you kind of set off looking for some kind of truth or, or something to figure out about what, what the ground or basis is for this. Or, and you think maybe this system knows, maybe this system knows. But then what happens is, is that if you keep exploring, you, you start to realize, well, they're saying this, and this person's saying that, and actually that guy says this, and this woman says that, and then which one is it? Like, you know, and you start to realize you can't, you can't really land on one. Like, you can't really decide. And that can be initially kind of disorienting or, or whatever. But then you do open up to another, you open up to what kind of indirectly to, <laughs> what you can verify and say well there is this there is the fact of experiencing fact and i know that and that is so but you know beyond like whatever grand narratives and when we're talking about this stuff we're not talking about like again this isn't talking about like you're kind of you know you have practical beliefs like I've, i believe there's milk in the fridge or i believe that i've left the bins out the front and all that kind of stuff just on the grand kind of narratives the grand kind of explanatory narratives you can't avoid reality can you find anything that isn't real? But can you actually find unreality? That's the real question, because we can talk about searching for reality, but actually, can you find anything that isn't real? Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever's happening, is any of that unreal? It's like, mm. yeah, we can talk about unreal things compared with real things, like a pirate copy of a film is, is not the real copy, but actually, that movie itself is real. You can talk about a counterfeit uh, piece of artwork in comparison with a, a true Picasso, but it's a real, it's still a real mm. painting. Yeah, it's real as counterfeit. So we can't find anything that isn't real. Only in comparison. Exa yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In imaginary comparisons. <laughs> because there's no original comparison to compare it to. So it's, uh, no. it's only unreal in comparisons inside of this thing, which in which there's no comparison to. There's no reference points. It's, it's madness, isn't it? So, so we can't find anything other than reality or you can't find anything other than what is, if you want to put it that way or whatever way you want to put it. But you can't, you can't or you can't find anything other than being. This is why, you know, when people say, well, there isn't non-being because how, if, if you were experiencing not experiencing, that would be an experience. So that would be... <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, so you can't find anything like other than what is. And if it's a fantasy, it's real as a fantasy. If it's a counterfeit, it's real as a counterfeit. It's real in appearance. Now, the, the status of it, you could say, well, you know, it's compared, as you, as you say, Paul, compared to the original movie, you could say, well, actually, this one is a copy or whatever. But in the actuality of what's occurring, to what you're saying, like, yeah, absolutely, There's, it's what is. It's real as a counterfeit or it's real as being a phenomenon or whatever way you want to put it. And nor can you really say that this is, well, you can. <laughs> you can say anything, but this idea of everything is an illusion. Well, surely if everything is an illusion, then, then so is the notion of illusion. Yeah, like to say everything is an illusion, I mean, compared to what? And then also, like, if everything's an illusion, and that's what, as you say, that's what there is, then, you know, well, then it's a real illusion because that, that's what there is. Even if it is, like, what else is there? You know, like, so that's what, that's what, that's what we got. <laughs> you know, like, 
Well, you could say a dream is an illusion, but it's a real experience. It's a real yeah experience while it's happening, and that is the same for everything. It's it's funny where this leaves you is in a really funny place. Humans have been making this up as they go along this whole time, like nobody knows anything, <laughs> and we're just making this shit up. Like it's it's like oh, it's an illusion. It's not an illusion. There's God up there. There's no God. It's it's like. Which one do you want to pick? It's like a menu of a million different options of, of your ideas of reality, and nobody has a clue. They just make it up as they go along. Right. And, and which one do you like the sound of? Yeah, and, and, then, and then we can... Uh, exactly, right? And then we can, we can open up to looking at a lot of these things in different ways. There's a couple of schools on this that have a view on this, right? One say something like, well, it's what they call like, teleological, right? So the idea that all of our knowledge is going somewhere that all of our science and all of our whatever, we're all converging into some kind of thing where we're going to figure out everything, right? That's one kind of view, right? Another kind of view is, well, you can't really say that because when you, kind of the point we just made there is that when you start looking at all these systems, and even if you look at scientific theories, you see that they change and that we used to think matter was this, but now we think it's that. We didn't know there was radio waves in the 700s or 1700s, and now we know there is, and we have different ideas. Okay, fine. Can we look at Another line of, of thought is, well, maybe we look at these more as kind of like what, like music, like creative kind of ways of being in the world. Maybe they bring some kind of, maybe they're useful and helpful in a certain way. Maybe they're not so useful and we get rid of them and go, well, you know, not anymore. Maybe at one point it made sense, but now it doesn't. So then we look at something else and, and, and there's this kind of active participatory uh, engagement with experience as it is in the real conditions as, as they're given. To, to the way we are with it. So rather than making exotic claims that maybe we can or can't verify, we kind of park that and go, okay, maybe, maybe not, but here we are. And you know what, there's bills to pay and there's things going on in the world. Do I really want to go around saying it's a dream and live in the dreamland and, and tell every, you know, is that what I want to be doing? Or, or really, do I want to just be with this as it is? And the idea of, of surfing or skiing or something like, like that is a nice idea because it's movement within movement. Like, you know, there, there's the, the there's the actual movement of experiencing reality itself and then the engagement with it and looking at different things and tr exploring different avenues without actually arriving anywhere yeah surfing a never-ending wave of reality <laughs> yeah. it's not about like having the ultimate right knowledge or something like that it's seeing knowledge as sort of instrumental or viable for doing certain things, beliefs maybe function in certain ways until they don't, and then you move on, you find something else or whatever, you explore something else rather than trying to get somewhere. Actually, all of this is just functioning, whether we can explain it or not. And it's just noticing that, wow, like, like here's all this incredible, complex, fathomless functioning, just functioning. It's like the chick coming out of an egg. It's, it might be very comfortable inside of the egg, like, you know, but just too much to stay inside the egg and it just goes, I'm just going to have to burst out of it and that's kind of maybe how humanity is it's yeah. just isn't it interesting how we look out into nature the natural world and we say we talk about that natural intelligence you know we sort of marvel at it whereas we don't have the same appreciation of humanity mm. like humanity is, is not natural humanity is messy the humanity is is unreal in a way looking at nature is it has always been and, and remains one of the best ways to kind of look at, at the system of you know, of what's here, because this is, here's natural functioning that's, that's not con contrived or constructed through our minds mm. to say, you know, well, this, I think this is here and this is made of this and all these components. There's just the givenness of the way that it is and it's natural functioning. Mm. It all fits together in this perfect kind of cosmic puzzle. 
you know, everything is inherently perfect in itself as it is. You know, it's the perfect expression of what it is in itself and in relation to the whole system as well. So it's, it's just a, everything's perfect. And then there's the perfection of, of that thing intrinsically. Um, and it's just perfect throughout, but not perfect in our usual understandings of the word perfect. And you could say it's all uh, inevitable because actually it is. It all has a place, basically. It all seems to have a place. I mean, that, that is something I can verify. All of what is here seems to have a rightful place. You may not want, you know, to lose your job or you may not want to, to have this or that, but like they're no less part of what is. All of this is contained. All of it's totally allowed to be as it is. And while even in the midst of kind of like the turmoil of it, mm. there's the kind of a background piece. And I can't really say what mm. that is. It's, it's not necessarily about hitting an ultimate explanation. It's about being with this as it actually is and being engaged and participating and all this. And then you can kind of start to understand why there's, we can use a word like peace. Yeah, absolutely. Attaching something to the end of the statement, your true nature is, is always going to be a half truth or an incomplete truth. Mm. My true nature is, is this. That's all I can say. And, and this seems to include every expression along that spectrum of experience yeah and therefore if it's just this and all of this whatever this is then there is no false there is no unreal you're actually infinitely more than you've taken yourself to be you're not this contracted little thing you are that but you're also way more than that and you're not trapped you're certainly not trapped in that at least when we can have discussions like this or inquiries like this where we're not kind of going oh, I know what the true self is and let me show you, point you to your true self and you know this, where we can kind of just start to question it a bit and kind of go, what have we been told? Or We've all been there. I've been there. I mean, I, I remember like five years ago reading all this stuff and being like, wow, like, you know, awareness of my true nature. And I, you know, everyone's going to be exploring things in their own way. And, you know, and, and that's totally fine. I would never say to somebody, well, you have to believe this or, you know, what I, you know, I wouldn't get into any of that. I can only talk from my experience. You can only talk from your experience yeah, and say so like, try this on see how it fits does it fit <laughs> like, yeah. is it comfortable <laughs> you know just try it on see how it goes Cormac's going to start spitting profound truths again and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like just like an existential rapper just experiencing right here right now <laughs> no meditation is going to get you closer to this MC existence you're a funeral MC existence form is emptiness and emptiness is form dropping bombs truth bombs dropping truth bombs zero fan base I'm recording on all that see now are you guys recording yeah I'm recording Yep. Sweet. Right, we're live.